All right, we're back, and it is hey. very, very hot. Yes, it is. It's and I turned off all my fans to do this, so it's very, very toasty in here. I have two going in here. I'm like, I don't give an f. I'm just gonna fucking have fans. I can survive for an hour. But we were talking uh, off the air about um, about vegan food and going out to eat, and actually, and how vegans I telling, suck. I was telling Stench <laughs> about on Monday. I went. I, I set aside a day for just Bing and I to hang out because they go back to school like in 17 days. Something like that. I mean, it's it's under three weeks they go back to school because they go back in the middle of a week for some reason. And in the middle of the hottest time yeah. of the year. No, it'll be 140. So oh. I was like, Bing and I, let's do something before school starts up. So we took the day off and I gave him a bunch of options and we decided to get a subway pass and hop around L.A. So we're going to Hollywood to eat. And I, he was like, I really like this wings place. And it was some place that his mom had shown him because they had vegan wings. So we go Damn. to yeah, it doesn't sound good, but they also it looked like they had a good selection of regular rings. Now, I say that because we went in and we're standing at the counter and first we banter, you know, what do you want? And he wanted honey barbecue wings. I'm like, you want fries? Yeah, let's get fries. You know, like we're going back and forth and no one's helping us. In fact, no one's at the counter. So that goes on. And finally, we settle on what we're going to get. And we're just standing there. And no one's at the counter. It's 4.30 in the oh, afternoon. Oh, your clock is ticking and for, for me walking the fuck out the door because I'm a grumpy old man. Well, you know, we're the, we got no place to be. And this is where he wants to eat. And I don't, you know, like, but it's weird because yeah. we're on Hollywood Boulevard, just a few blocks off of Vine. It is the middle of, like, it's busy tour season. And there's people eating in the restaurant. It's like an order at the counter place. There's just no employees in sight. Right. So, we're there for a while, and finally a customer sitting behind us who's eating wings turns and goes, hey, the cook just got really sick and left, and I don't know if he's coming back. Oh, God. Now yeah, I don't want to eat there. That, right. And so I said, okay, thanks. I, I don't think we want to eat here anyway. But that dude was eating wings that they must have made right before the cook got really sick. Yeah, that, I thought if I was that guy, oh, I would have bailed. Yeah, now is it I was hungover from being drunk or is it I have some crazy stomach flu and I'm barfing everywhere? I have no idea, but what was bad enough for him to abandon, like there was just nobody at the front of the, like there were a spattering of people eating inside because it's an order at a counter place. Oh, but there shit. was nobody to help you at the counter and we just left. I have no idea if somebody came back. I don't know if he was sick and left and locked himself in the bathroom or if he actually left the restaurant the guy said yeah but where was everyone else like that's the thing the person at the at the counter should have still been there unless it's a small place unless there was just you know and like i said it was 4 30 so it was kind of before dinner rush maybe he was the only guy on in this in between time but the guy who told me the customer specifically said i don't know if he's coming back which meant he must have got Oh, Ill dude. enough that this guy in the restaurant realized it was bad. And he's still sitting there eating. That's disgusting. Yes. No, that's the thing. I The second the cook gets sick and has to abandon the restaurant. I'm out. You should probably just throw out your wings and go someplace yeah. else. Ooh, I'm not eating this. I got to get out yeah. of here. No, so we just left and we didn't end up eating at the wing place that my son liked. But it, I thought that was that was the weirdest thing because I honestly don't know if he was the only guy there. I don't know if he left left because Ugh. this guy... Or if he was in the back somewhere, but nobody ever came out to to look on us or say, 
hey, you know, we're not open or, you know, we can't yeah, cook anything right now. It was bizarre. Yeah, I, I'm on a short leash. I walk into a place and if no one helps me, I'm like, yep, fuck off, I'm out. Yeah, but you wouldn't expect no one to be there. You know uh, what I mean? I, I yeah. have a tendency to get mad when people are there and they ignore you. Yeah. But the fact that nobody was there, I kept thinking, well, somebody's got to come up here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I you mean, keep it's thinking. An open restaurant. We walked right into the door. There's people eating in here. Somebody's got to come and help us. I walked out of somewhere very recently, and I don't remember what it was. I was just, I was there for like four, four and a half, five minutes, like standing at a counter, and no one ever even acknowledged me. And I just said, oh, fuck this. I just turned around and walked out. I got mad at Target uh, one time, Target, stripper Target. I went in there to deal with a return or something. I don't know what it was, but I had to go to that service counter Yeah, there. And I counted were eight people behind the counter and no one would help me. And a guy finally Ooh. looked at me and he goes, so I uh, goes, somebody will be with you in a minute. And I'm like, there's eight of you. There wow. were eight people doing stuff. And, and I was the only person in line and nobody stopped what they were doing to help me <laughs> out of eight people. Oh my God. Oh That's my target targets usually not bad with customer service like that. Dude, I was really surprised. Speaking of uh, weird work shit today, I'm I'm never been so felt so lucky in my life that I have to wear a suit every day. Okay, my work is uh, the way it's set up. We're like four companies within one, and we're on two separate properties, and it's because of our merchandise. Uh, a lot of merchandise. Are they connected though, or no? No, they're completely separate addresses. And basically, okay. if I want to go, and, and all day people are going back and forth between the two between the two buildings all day long. You would think there'd be like a place where you could go. Well, no, there's a cement wall between the properties and big prison gates between each property, and you've got to go out one prison gate and be buzzed in the other prison gate to go into the other property out onto the street. Every single time you go in and out, no matter who you oh, are, God. that's the only way we do it. But it's it has to do with our, our merchandise and there's okay. licensing in stuff. And you can't, in order to have multiple businesses all selling the same stuff, you have to have, there has to be a hard address okay. for each account to get, it's a weird thing. It's just the, okay. the business that we're in. So, uh and my boss is never there early. He owns the fucking company. He comes when he wants. Right. There's days he doesn't come in until 2 o'clock. He'll okay. roll up and be like, hey, what's up? So the last couple of days he's been there before me. And today. really early. Yeah. You get there at like 8.30 or something, right? Yeah. So he's coming in early at that point. So, and we all park, all employees park next door at the, the other place. Because it's, it's okay. a lot smaller of a operation over there. And also all deliveries and all trucks and everything come to my property and we're so we're super busy and they, they want it clear of cars so we all park yeah, over right there. makes sense all right so i'm parking today and i when i look and i see my boss is parked in the front of the building and he's obviously inside in the office now there's a dude over there and what's weird is the other company is ran by my boss's nephew and okay. his brother-in-law his brother-in-law and his nephew are partners with him in those other companies. But the brother, the they run that company, and that company is way more lax than ours. 
Okay. And, in fact, the guy that does my job isn't who just the main sitting in the lobby and buzzing people through gates right. and watching cameras over there has traditionally wears t-shirt and jeans every day. Okay. Okay. So today when I get there, my boss is in the, in that office and I don't think anything about it. And I'm sitting at my desk and all of a sudden my boss comes walking in with him and another guy from over there. And he goes, look, and he points at me and is like, see, this is what, this is what I want to present to people. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going yeah, what's on? Going on? <laughs> I'm looking like, what's happening here? And he goes, but uh, you guys are over there. And it all stems from he got a letter from a really big, big, big client. Okay. And he said, they, he goes, of all the way we do business, of, as hard as we work, he goes, they said that they were impressed with our bathrooms. They said when they walked in our bath when our in our in when they walked in our front door and saw our security, which is me, and then when they went into our bathroom, they knew from there everything was first class and they were and, and everything would be great. And that was in their letter, which is very nice. Okay. Right. He fucking now is <laughs> he's making those dudes get police uniforms. Oh like, in the other building. Yes. That dude is like a fucking police uniform. He was sitting there and he's like, like Mike has to wear a suit because he does other stuff and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and, and he deals deals with uh, clients and stuff, which I do. I deal with all of our clients. Right. But he's like, and you don't. So I want you to look authoritative. <laughs> fucking, dude, it's a full on police outfit with it, like sergeant stripes and shit on the sleeve. And it says uh, security, <laughs> and they have badges. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm looking, and I'm like, holy shit! Oh, and they have to wear hats like the Smokey the Bear police hats with badges oh. on them. No, uh -huh. dude, it's a full on. I was like, thank God I wear a suit. Thank God I wear a suit. Right. Thank God I wear a suit. Oh my God! Those poor bastards, and no one's gonna say, "What are you fucking crazy?" Right, and now they went from t-shirts and jeans to, yes. to a full-on outfit. And I don't know how long that dude's been there because I literally don't ever see that dude. He's right. over there, and I don't ever go in that building for any reason. So I never see him. I've met him once, and uh, now I'm watching in him and another dude. And he said, and, and who relieves you? Okay, well, we're getting it for them, too. <laughs> so these two dudes over there have to wear these fucking police suits. And I was dying laughing. Oh, man. So, yeah, I dodged a bullet just wearing a suit today. Yeah, for sure. I would much any day. If he gave me the option, hey, do you want to wear the suit or the uniform? I'd be like, I'll take the suit. Yeah. Because I can wear the suit out like i could go have right. dinner with someone afterwards or i could go yeah. do anything and just take my totally. tie off and my jacket and i'm fine oh man well and i feel like nothing screams disrespect me like a security uniform yes. especially <laughs> it has the opposite effect i never think oh, I know. that guy has authority i always think oh shit he's just the security guard oh my god exactly oh fucking security guard and this is the like and initially, I'm not kidding. When you look at them, you're going to think they're LAPD. Like, that's it's that much of a police uniform. And then when you get close, <laughs> you see the badge says security. 
Uh, yeah. was funny. God. Yeah, the badge might be a little overkill. Yeah, badges. Badges on the hats, badges on the on the uniform. Ooh. You know, I like uh, every once in a while at work I uh because they get us lunch every day, but some days I just can't hang with what they're ordering. Because so they're going the vegan closest, on you. Yeah, they even yeah, they will. You're right. When they go veggie grill, I despise that place. I won't go. So I'll walk down to uh the closest fast food to my work is Carl's Jr. And the Carl's best fast Jr. food? What's that? That's the best fast food, that and Wendy's. I don't know if it's the best. I never love it, but um Carl's Jr. has done a great job at really targeting the working man. <laughs> yeah. It's always like me, a bunch of gardeners, some construction guys, and some security guys. There's a lot the of fat, uniforms. Hungry working, the fat, hungry working man, too, because they, they, they yeah. cater to that. No, and especially in the neighborhood I work in, it, there's across the street is all this upscale shit. It's uh, – Gelson's and Mendocino Farm sandwiches. You've got you know a Popeye's I mean? near you too, don't you? Right yeah, there? down the road. You're right. There's Taco yeah. Bell and Popeye's, but it's a little further. Okay. But Carl's Jr. is the closest. And it's funny because all us normal guys end up there as opposed to all the other places in the neighborhood. When I walk to the Starbucks over there oh, I fucking and I walk Starbucks. by all the restaurants, it's all full of old, rich, white guys who are retired and just killing time during the just day. Just wasting at, time. It, oh, that's at, true. You don't have – because typically when you go into Starbucks, you, you're going to see the fucking cliche L.A. writers. I'm in there on my yeah, laptop working. Ah. God. No, there it's Real Housewives of Le Westlake Village and old <laughs> retired dudes. Hooking up with them, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cruising. It's all like women in yoga pants because there's also a yoga studio over there. Nice. But, yeah, it's all trophy wives. You know what I mean? Like that neighborhood. In the, I see so many That's wealthy. Cars That's a very and, wealthy neighborhood. Yeah. There's a lot of money in the Westlake area. I knew it's, a chick that was... A fuck what I forgive her dad had some fucking huge job and they had a house on the lake at Westlake. Oh God, those are outrageously yeah. expensive. It was a girl. It's I funny because Bing, when we were on our day off, he was asking me when we were in Hollywood. He's like, "Where did you like working best, Hollywood or when you were back in Burbank or Westlake Village?" And I was like, "Hollywood. That was the most." Like, I like working I, in Hollywood too. It, it was seedy and it had a good vibe to work. I didn't. I wouldn't want to live in Hollywood, but no. I liked working there. Totally. I had the most fun there at lunch or during the day. Crazy shit would happen. And then <laughs> yes. I get home. Yeah. You know what I mean? I saw some of the crazy. I remember one day just walking to lunch. All of a sudden, this car stops in traffic. This woman gets out, does like a stripper routine on the light pole <laughs> and gets back in her car and drives off. That doesn't happen anywhere but Hollywood. No, that is that is definitely a Hollywood thing. And I lived close enough to Hollywood that my commute wasn't bad, so I didn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, shit, it's a far drive. It was an easy drive. The pee, and though, was, the pee smell and the poo and the, the homelessness yeah. is is alarming. It's gotten worse, that part. The grossness of it has definitely gotten worse. But it was definitely the most fun and interesting. And I love the – we were in an old, you know, Hollywood Athletic Club, an old building. It had windows that opened. I was on the seventh floor, but I could open my windows. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, that, those old buildings were like that. Yeah, and then, uh. trust me. And then Burbank was nice. I could walk. But Burbank is boring, and trust me, I live here. And that's what it's known for. Nothing exciting happens in Burbank. And then I saw Westlake Village, and they were like, hold my beer. You uh. think Burbank is 
boring. Yeah. Do you think Burbank is boring? Westlake Village. By the way, the highlight of the day for those people is probably going to that Starbucks. For sure. That was it, because there's nothing to do. There's those weird, expensive mall things there that you can go shopping at, but that closes at 9 o'clock or whatever. Like, there's nothing to do in Westlake at no, night. There's a shitload of golf courses, a lot of oh, those douchebags yeah. golf. and uh, Golf and yoga and personal trainers. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that's, that's a weird area for that. Yeah, but we're an industrial park in Westlake Village, so we're not, you know... The kid, there's an industrial park over there I used to go to a lot, and it was the strangest place. I would pull into this industrial like park, party? and then I would park, and knowing there was the, there was therapist inside an industrial oh. park in oh. one of those buildings. Physical therapist? No, crazy therapist. Oh, because we in our okay, we're in a big ass industrial park, but just the building that we're like you know it's like a group of buildings. Yeah, there's weird shit. So like one side of us. The guy, like, uh, there's the screen printer who I started using to make our T-shirts because that's easy, right? Yeah. And then next to us is a hair salon and then a physical therapy place, then a, a place that does, like, surveying for construction. So you guys are like a potpourri of businesses. Yeah. And then dead center in the middle, there's a restaurant. But not a restaurant that I can in, go to to go get lunch. In your building? In, in the middle of the industrial park. Oh, okay. I'm not kidding. So, you know, it's like a big thing, and, and there are buildings on the perimeter and then buildings in the middle. What kind of food dead, is it? Huh? What's that? What kind of food? Well, here's the thing. It's dead center in the park, right? Like, you could not see it if you're driving by. It is a fancy Italian restaurant that doesn't open till 5. That's stupid. Right. And I was like, I asked him at work. I'm like, who the hell goes to this high-end Italian restaurant in the middle of an industrial park, especially on the weekends? Yeah, that's got to be super dead over there at night. Maybe maybe yeah, they I, like it, though. Maybe it gets busy and there's no problem with parking and shit. It's the weirdest thing. I I, there, I guarantee you there's no problem with parking because every place else is a 9 to 5 industrial place. Yeah, that's really weird. But it's weird. It's not like – it would be awesome if it was like a diner that I could go to during the day. But no, it's a high-end Italian restaurant that doesn't open till 5. Wow. It's yeah, weird. that's kind of weird. Hey, did you see that LA Times story today about the MS-13 gang shit? No, I don't. M uh, LA Times, I can't read their stories ever because they're one of the ones you have to subscribe to. And so anytime I click a link, it'll be like, subscribe to us. And then I never get to read LA Times stories. So I don't even usually click on LA Times links anymore. Oh, God. It was, I'm trying to see if it's, if I still, here it is. All right, I just want to get the high school right. All right. Panorama High School. Ooh, that's a bad area. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Panorama High School. And in essence, everyone knows that, that there was a, a kid was killed there a couple okay. years ago. He was a sophomore. All right. He was lured to Balboa Park and beaten and stabbed to death. Oh, God. Okay. And that was two years ago. So the police come in. And then they make no announcement of finding the body at the school. Like they said, forever they said the kid was missing, but they had him. He was dead. Were they just playing the long game on this? Yes. But here's the problem. It ends up, they thought, and they were right, it was these MS-13 kids who also go to Panorama High School and had classes with this kid who fucking killed him. And 
the cops were telling the school, basically threatening them, hey, don't fucking say a word because this is an ongoing investigation and basically we'll arrest you. It's like what they did to me at the airport with a dead person. They okay. they wouldn't let them tell the parents. And they were like, hey, uh, like, you know, it, uh, this kid got murdered by other students here, the police think, who are gang members. And yet they couldn't say anything to anyone. And they couldn't say anything. And it went on for two fucking years. And they didn't want the gang members to flee. So they were investigating yeah. all, all these kids. And they wanted to, you know, and they always want to get the gang members. It always looks good on their freaking, on them. But how pissed are you if you're a parent at that high school and your kid was in a class with these fucking murderers? Right, right. And the police knew they were the murderers. And we're investigating, yet they, they didn't alert you at all. Yeah, why did it take two years to build their case? It took two years, and they arrested everyone, and they inter- and they and when they were interviewing kids during the process, they wouldn't fucking let, like, anyone... It was crazy, the secrecy they kept on this case. And I get, you want justice, for the main things, justice for that kid that got killed, let's get right. the right people, and let's, let's get them and put them away. But two years of all those other kids in danger, and they're saying... Right. None of this happened on campus. It wasn't a danger to any students. Still kind of weird. I don't want my kid in there with a bunch of fucking murderers. Right. And why did they lure this kid and kill him? Was he they, like, they still was... don't know. They still oh. didn't say. And what's weird is it was a girl that lured him there. And uh, this kid was uh, a Latino immigrant. Mm-hmm. And they said that he'd been friends with this girl ever since he got here in like 2012, 2013. And they were good friends. And oh. she's the one that lured him there, and they go, but her, her loyalties lied elsewhere, and was with the MS-13 guys. And that was her crew, and they're the ones that killed him. It was just a weird fucking story that they, they did that. Right. Very very weird that the police just. Now, killed what are you talking about? The dead body at the airport. No, remember when when when. Uh, Oh, I've never told this story on the pod. No, you can't just throw out. Holy shit! This is this is a great fucking story. This is a story I've never been able to tell because of work, and now I can tell. Oh my god! Drop that, like everybody knows. I'm like, dude, it's funny. It was so long ago, and it was such a gnarly fucking ordeal. (laughs) Holy shit! I forgot. I've never told this story, and I'm sure this is one of those days when I came on the pod and said. No, the fuck, it was a bad day. <laughs> it yeah, was a very bad like day. It. All right. Uh, first place I worked at. Um, uh, there was a client, very wealthy lady, and she came to treatment. Her and her son came at the same time. They came together. Okay. And they're they're uh, and they came in, and I picked them up at the airport, and I brought them in. And the lady was older, and she was this fucking, just a curmudgeonly pain in the ass, is what she was. And she was trying to get, she she said she wanted to get sober, but at the same time, she didn't do anything they told her to do. And she was, she had money, and she also had a therapy dog with her. Okay. And I became friends with her. She was one of those people who I really liked, and I had a, I had a bond with, just the, okay, yeah, you had it really. Yes. So okay. she didn't listen to them. She got pissed at one point and left and went home. The son, by the way, did awesome and went through and was fucking great. She went home and 
immediately relapsed because she didn't stay and it was just bad. And she called and um, and said, I'm coming back. I didn't take it seriously. I need to come back. And this was not long after she left. Okay. And they, and she said, I'm not, uh, you make sure like Mike's there to get me. Okay. And so and then now, and I laughed at that because she was really cool. And so I went to pick her up. And I'm standing down in baggage claim, waiting for her to come down. And I start getting Paige, the person here to pick up, blah, blah, blah. Please come to the ticket counter. And I immediately think, oh, this crazy old bitch got arrested on a plane. This is the first thing I think. So I come up and they say, are you here to pick up so-and-so? And I say, yes, I am. And they don't ask me any more questions. They say, come with me. And they're walking me, they bring me up to security, walk me through security. And when I get to security, I'm met by the police, LAPD. Okay. And they get me and they say, are you here to pick up so-and-so? And And I say, yes, I am. They say, they are deceased and they are on the plane. Oh, they hadn't even landed yet? No, no, no. The plane had landed. The plane was at the gate. Oh. And, oh, okay. And she died in flight, OD'd. And they said, uh, we need you to come identify the body. And I was like, ooh, I got to call my work. And then they go, who are you? Here's the funny thing. I can't tell them who I am because I'll violate HIPAA laws. Oh. So... I'm a, what do you do in that situation? Well, you brought back into a room at LAX and fucking locked in a room with four police officers around you who threaten you <laughs> <laughs> for four and a half hours. Holy shit. So they bring me back to this room. And, and I'm, by the way, when they start to ask me who the fuck I am, I'm on right. the plane. Oh, I'm, no way. They'd already, you'd got that far. Yeah, I'm on the plane. And uh, they go, wait a minute. So they bring me in this room and they're like, look, fucker. They weren't very nice. Not nice at all. Hey, look, fucker. This is an ongoing death investigation. If you have anything that can, you know, help this investigation, you need to cooperate with us or else. And so they're like, can you get us in touch with next of kin? And I say, yeah. I can make a phone call and I can probably do that, but I can't do it around you guys. And so they're like, well, you're not leaving this room. <laughs> so they go, I'm like, fuck. So I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm literally stuck. And by the way, my work is blowing my phone up. Hey, right. where are you? What's going on? Is she here? Blah, blah, blah. Cause once, once you get a person into your, especially on an, on an intake, you get a person into your custody they the first thing you do is you you text you text like the contact of whoever it is that's their contact you call the office you say i have them i'm waiting for baggage my eta is and you give all kinds of updates and then you update along the way and you say hey they're in bad shape get ready i got this they're coming in hot you do all these things so that they're ready for you when you pull in the driveway depending on the situation you're ready to go so there's a right. lot of communication with the office while doing an intake. So the office is like, "What's going on? Where, where, where's the you know the planes landed? You know they're tracking it too." 
you know, where is she? What's happened? And I'm like, I'll call you back later. I'll call you back later. And so they're like, where are you? And I say, I'm in a room at LAX with the police. And then every fucking asshole fuck from my office starts calling my phone every five seconds going, you fucking say one thing to the police and you're fired. You're under HIPAA laws. You better not fucking say a word. Blah, 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 blah. And then I'm, and then and this is me getting yelled at. And then I have police officers standing around me who are saying, you fucking say one word to whoever the fuck you're talking to that this person's deceased, you're going to fucking jail. Right. And okay. I'm like, for what? And they're like, for interfering with a fucking death investigation, which at this point, until it's not a homicide, could be a homicide. Okay. So I'm sitting there. Stuck. Like, I, 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 yeah, I don't, what do you do? I don't know that? what to do. And then finally I go, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to level with the police. Like, I'm going to tell the police who I am and fucking call it a day because I get I can't tell the police shit, but they're dead. So it doesn't really right. fucking and matter. Could you at, at a minimum just tell the police where you work? <laughs> then when they get an idea? Yeah. It, it all becomes very sticky. No, I technically can't because okay. just like me always having to have kept a secret what I did for the longest time because I couldn't have people seeing me. Like if my right. neighbors knew what I did and they would see me out with some person they don't know, they would, Oh fuck. Hey, they're stretched with a drug addict. That's what would right, happen. Right. And I didn't want to die. I didn't want to want to fucking subject the clients to that. So I never right. told anyone what I did. I could tell all my friends where I work, but I was but in I, my I own like neighborhood that, a lot. You couldn't you couldn't just say to the police, I work at this place, call them. Uh and their problem. <laughs> uh no, because I'm I no. I I'm broken a hip a lot at that point. Okay. I've violated By just a lot. saying where uh, you yes, work. Just saying where okay. I work and, and alluding to that and then they would put two and two together. I've taken this person, so I've I'm in a fucking bad spot. So I'm like, you know what? She's dead. I I know her and I know her family. And I would want, I wouldn't want my fucking mom sitting dead on a fucking plane and some right. asshole not cooperating with the police when they could call me and let me know. So I tell the police, all right, here's the deal. I work for a treatment center. She was on her way in. And they're like, thank you. They were became cool for a second. And they're like, all right, that explains what's happened, uh, most likely. And da 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 da. And then they say, well, we need to notify next of kin. Still insistent on that. And right. I go, I, I have to call my work and tell my work. And they go, no, you call your work right now. You get the number of next of kin and you don't tell them why or you're going to jail. And I go, well, how can you do that? Fucking tell me it's it's was bullshit. Right. And I was fucked and I was pissed. So I call my work and I go, hey. And I call the one manager that's like a really good friend of mine. And I go, hey, uh, this intake is indefinitely postponed. I have to have uh, emergency. I didn't say next of kin. I said I need right. emergency contact information for her. What happened? And I'm like, I can't, I can't uh, say anything beyond that. Just, you know, please give me, as soon as you can, the emergency contact information for her. And is she in jail? Blah, 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 blah. And then and I'm like, I have a question. 
why couldn't they like fucking take their ID out of her purse or her cell phone? They had to have another way of figuring out how uh, to. Your phone's them. locked. I'm sorry. Your cell phone is locked, and your ID okay. tells you who you are. And this family is in an, the other part of the country. She's not a plane in in L.A. But they're the fucking police. You think? They, I mean, I've I've seen them. Yeah, I know. Like, do, you know, they do can some tell fucking detective work. Out of state license. They, with they trust me, computers now. It's not that hard well, for them they, to run a license from. They any wanted state. all the information from me, and they wanted me doing their legwork without ever telling anyone that the person had died. So, four hours I'm in there. They're sitting next to me, and they're like fucking listening to every word I say as I talk to my work. And they're listening to me go, I can't tell you anything. I'm sorry right now. I can't say anything. And then finally, I like covered the phone. I said, can I tell them I'm with you? Like I'm with the police? Right. They go, yeah, sure. So I'm like, I'm with the police. I'm not allowed to tell you anything. Please give me the number. And there's this fucking cunt who I hate to this day because of this day. She fucking started calling me and going off on me. And she, and she was an admissions person, with, which in fucking rehab is a salesperson. Okay, right. And she's like, fuck you, tell me right now what the fuck is going on. You better not say anything. You're going to get fired when you get back here. And she knows I'm with the police. And I'm right. in a room, surrounded by police, listening to every word I said. Right. And, and I would hang up on her. And she would call me back, call me back, call me back, call me back. And so finally, the, I got the number from someone else, and I fucking walked out of that room. I gave, Once the police got the number, they were cool. And I went to the number, and I said, listen to me, you stupid fucking cunt. I'm like, don't fucking, I, I fucking unloaded on this bitch, dude. <laughs> fucking both barrels, like you wouldn't believe. And I told her, if you were a man, I would punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> I'm like, you are a fucking bitch. I do not appreciate the bullshit you pulled. I'm not a fucking idiot. I know how to do my fucking... And I just... I rained hell on her. I mean, fucking like you haven't seen both fucking barrels, horns out. I was fucking on it. And then... Uh, and I said, and by the way, if you fucking tell anyone she's fucking dead, I'm going to jail. When I get out of jail, I'm coming back there and I'm punching you in the face even if you're a fucking woman. And she fucking was like, back the fuck off. And was like, I'm so sorry. I started apologizing. And then, uh, and it was funny. Then when I got back, they started like, trying to make me go talk to the therapist. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not talking to the therapist. Like, I've had a really bad day. Uh, it was a bummer. I'm bummed. But I, I don't need to talk to the therapist about this. I'm good. Like, sure? I guess if they had told you right off the bat what was going on, you could have just said you were just a driver, right, and got out of it that way. Yeah, that's so all I had to say. But when they told me, and immediately. No, because they yeah. brought you back. Yeah, well, they just, they said, come to the counter. I go to the ticket counter. Right. They're like, are you here to pick up so-and-so? And I go, yes, I am. And they go, hey, uh, come with us. That was all they said. They didn't say, are you a brother, a cousin, uh, whatever. Right. They just brought me back. And I, and I remember I, I also... I didn't look like a limo driver. I didn't wear suits. Right. I just had on regular clothes, so they right. just assumed, brought me through security to the police. The police had me on the fucking plane to identify the body before they realized I wasn't a family member. Yeah, no, that was that was the word that top top five, top two worst days in rehab. But also you had met her. Couldn't you have identified her? No. And here's what here's where this story gets more fucked. I okay. said, 
I love that dog. I knew the dog. The dog had been with us. And I, I said, can I take the dog? I know the dog's on the plane. I'm like, can I take the dog? And then when the family comes to claim the body, I can give them the dog. And they said, right. nope, you're not a family member. Dog's going to the pound. They fucking put no. the dog in the pound. The police. Wow. And I was like, I go, I'm, trust me, I know her. We're friends. I'm like, she wouldn't want her dog in the pound. And I'm like, right. and I, I, you'll have my driver's license. You know where I work. You know my name. There's no, I'm not stealing this dog. I just want what's best for the dog. Please let me take the dog home. Nope. 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 And I fucking sat there and watched the fucking dog catcher come and take that fucking dog off that plane. Wow. It was, the whole thing was shitty. And they put the dog in the pound. And I finally did talk to a family member. And I think the dog was in the pound for like four days, five days. But they got it. Yeah, the family came and got it. It was, she was really rich and it was one of those real fucking therapy dogs. Like it was trained. It was one of those oh, super okay, cool right. dogs. Yeah. No, yeah, that was that was fucking a, a horrible day. I forgot. I I I've always said all these stories. Like someday I'm gonna tell these stories on the pod. <laughs> I forget I haven't told them. Yeah, you just dropped the dead body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dead, dead. Uh, oh, someone's at my front door. Uh, so it was uh, death on my watch. Yeah. And then they all yeah. fucked with me. By the way, then it became a running joke at rehab. You fucking lost one. <laughs> I was like, no, I did not. That was yeah, because not you on didn't my even watch. have her yet. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm like, I picked up a dead person. I didn't get a person that died on my watch because, dude, there were times, and what people do, especially young fucking people. Fuck, I hate young people. Uh, they would land, they would go in the bathroom, and they would take every drug they had, and oh, they always right. had a lot of drugs. And then you would get them, and they'd walk out of the bathroom, and they'd be like, "Hey, how are you?" And you're like, "Cool, all right, good." Uh, let's get in the car. How you doing? How's your flight? Make a small talk. Get their bags. And every, like, and it kicks in. It starts kicking in over, like, 30 minutes. And then you're on the freeway for, like, an hour coming back. And then you realize, like, I've had to take people straight to emergency and not, and turn the car around and bolt to the hospital because people were overdosing in my car. Right. And I didn't know it because they were fine when I picked them up. Right. It happened a couple times. I had to do that with a fucking doctor one time. How fucking lame is that? Yeah. Fucking asshole. No, you think that idiot would know how much to take. Well, that's what he told me. He's he's like, well, uh, uh. usually they piss, moan, and scream and yell when you are taking them to the hospital. They fucking do not want to go. And this dude's like, oh, it was the only difference. It's the only time this ever happened. I think we need to go to emergency. <laughs> he knew something this, was wrong. And he was right? saying shit like, I took 1,400 milligrams of, of, of diazepam. I took oh. this, and I took some acid. And I, took, and I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Are you God. serious? And I have taken this guy to the fucking ER. And it was, it was a strange, a lot of strange shit happened there. But the dying and getting just bullied the fuck by the LAPD was bullshit. Yeah, that is bullshit. Yeah, but it is. You know, active death investigation, you you say one word, your ass is going to jail. In that high school story, there was a teacher who they say finally had had enough after so long, picked up the phone and called, like, the investigators of the case and said, what the fuck is going on? Like, we need to know. And the school fucking unions, they couldn't fire him, but they suspended him the next day. And he never got reinstated. He ended up retiring. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, Although he fucked with an investigation. 
I, I uh, Pacoima is is pretty bad. Uh, it's not Pacoima. It's when I see Panorama. Oh, Panorama City. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> no difference at all. No. Oh man. Yeah, those those areas are not great. So. Fuck. I, but you know, Balboa Park is funny. It's got like Bing and I used to go there and ride bikes every once in a while. It's a cool park. And I mean like everywhere in LA, it's gotten overrun with homeless and it's like mm. a lot of weird people living in bushes and shit. It seems super unsafe there now. Still if you're there in the day you're fine, I imagine. Yeah, during the day around the lake. But yeah. we were mountain biking and they just have these little trails through there. You know, it seemed like a good place for him to learn how to mountain bike. Yeah. And you'd round a corner and there'd be some dude sitting in the bushes. I'm sure he just shot up, you know, like. Oh, dude, I was in uh, my front yard the other day and I hear this, you know, the car with no muffler coming down the street. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's a homeless person coming down the street and they're looking for a place to park. Was it an RV or was it an actual car? It was just a car. And then when they pull up. I see all the shit in the car, and I'm like, that's a homeless person. Like, what the fuck are they doing? And then their door is duct-taped shut. Completely, like, four rolls of duct tape on the fucking... So what, do they have to climb out the window? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see him get out. I, I like, walked out and fucking started looking at him. The second they stopped, I walked out there and was like, fuck, no, not in my neighborhood. <laughs> and they oh. left. I, like, ran them off, but... I, Remember yeah. we were talking about the commercials about the mayor fucking up the homeless situation. Yeah. It turned out those were paid for by some union that he pissed off. It had not, you know, like I knew there was more to that story because nobody ever cares about homeless people enough to. It was it was some union that he had pissed off. I can't remember which union it was now, but they funded all that because they just want him to look bad and get get him recalled. Wow, that's weird, dude. fucking. Unions turning on Democrat fucking elected officials is well, I thought it was strange. weird that there were commercials running about what a shitty job he's doing with the homeless when it wasn't an election year. You know what I mean? I was like, there's got to be more to this story because somebody's spending a lot of money to run these campaigns when it's not even an election year. You know, like you knew something was up and I posted it somewhere. They also have uh, a, a another guy in line you know what i mean there's not it's not like there's not a plan we gotta get this guy out because we want this guy in or oh, this girl for sure i'm sure there's somebody that's friendlier to their cause but god i won't god. be able to find it now but yeah i just thought because when i first saw that i was like this is too weird i know you know like the homeless are a massive problem and have been for a long time but nobody cares enough to blow thousands and thousands of dollars on tv commercials yeah by the way which they could have put to Figuring out the fucking problem. Well, and that's why I knew it had nothing to do with homeless people. <laughs> homeless it was people just, are fucking It was bad. just the thing that they knew would piss people off at him and, and spark a recall. Oh, another bad pesky problem. I had a fun encounter today with a, a phone scammer. Oh, those are always fun. And I usually just delete, delete, or I just right. click, 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 hang up, and then block the call. I do it. And today I, I was like, I had a minute and I got scam, scam likely. So okay. I answer, hello. And of course, they, no one ever answers, so they don't say anything. They're, they're, they're like, uh. Yeah, there's uh, always a pause, yeah. right? So I'm like, hello. And they're like, uh, 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 hello. And it's this weird European foreign fucking voice. 
Uh, and he's like, hello. Uh, Mike? And then I go, you got the wrong number. Oh. And, and he was starting to say something, and he literally didn't know what to fucking say now. And then he goes, you're not Mike Roberts? And I'm like, no. And he goes, oh, oh. Uh. And he was st stammering and stammering. And he goes, what is your name? And I'm like, my name is... None of your fucking... I go, business. my name is... Go fuck yourself. Fuck off, asshole. Right. Like, I'm not telling you my name. Stop fucking calling my phone. Right. What, you what is your problem, buddy? <laughs> oh, I always love that. And he gets all fucking razzled. I'm like, you're my fucking problem. Don't fucking call my phone. This is a restricted fucking number. It's on the do not call list. You're a fucking scammer, and I don't got time for your bullshit. Go fuck yourself. And he's like, you, 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 my, Mike Roberts? <laughs> so fucking funny, dude. I was just firing away at this guy and he was a complete moron how anyone is fooled by those fucking morons is amazing. I think it's just old people right who fall for that shit I don't know because I'm with you when you like I get the one all the time that my social security number has been compromised or whatever they say you know that one it's a you yeah. get an actual message I get the and, message and all the time about my student loans which is fun because I don't have any right no, that it's just I got one the other day. It was a text and it was about my Wells Fargo account. I don't have a Wells Fargo <laughs> account, you know? Yeah. And some idiot will reply always. Right. And somebody replies. And I think it's mainly confused old people. God, I hate those people. And I'm telling you, I came up with that. I, I wrote it on Facebook one day. I had a whole there's a whole way to get rid of that. I have a way to stop phone scamming. Like, that can stop. Oh, that could have stopped a long time ago if anybody yeah. really cared. Yeah, we could stop that. Because that's a that right there, that problem, I get, it rivals homelessness to me. That's how much I, I dislike it's, it. It's only getting worse, the, the phone scammers. Like, and I have so many numbers blocked. And I love, too, that they think I'm going to answer if they call me from a number very similar to mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't get why that's a thing when it's the first, you know, your area code and the first three numbers yes. of your number. It's like, and I have, why would that make me think that it's anybody? In fact, that always is a red flag because I'm like, who has a phone number just well, like mine? What's funny, knowing I have an 818 and I live in a 310, like any 818 number I hang up on. I click, delete, but I'm looking. Oh, here it is. What I have? What? I found it. Ads ripping Mayor Garcetti on homeless funded by Utility Workers Union fighting his new green deal. <laughs> So they don't want this new green deal to go into effect because it must hurt their jobs. So they, they started uh, this homeless thing against him. Okay. I have just in my blocked messages where they didn't hang up in time before the message kicked in. Right. Recent 63 blocked voicemails. Like that's a lot. No, I have a time. I block them all the time. I get two or three a day sometimes. Oh yeah. More than that. Well, you know what? Let's look right now. I'm going to look back right now and tell you how many I got today. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, six. Do you ever get the ones in foreign three. languages? I have had that, which is weird. It's like Chinese, I think, yeah. is what it is. And it's weird because I'm like, who are they targeting with that one? Yeah, I know. Are they just playing the odds that there's like uh, billions of Chinese people uh, sooner oh. or later will hit one? Here was one the other day that I answered, but it didn't say scam likely, and it was a 310 number. And okay. I keep getting phone calls from my nine bazillion doctors. Okay. So I answered it. 
And they go, Mike Roberts. And I say, yes. And this guy goes, hey, I'm so-and-so. I just listed a bunch of properties over on Wichicollet Street. And I'm like, great. And, yeah, I'm interested in one of your properties or if you want to list your property or blah, 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 blah. And I was like, fuck, you don't call me anymore. I hung up on him. But I'm like, that was, I'm. he was fishing, I'm sure. Right. You know what I mean? But it sounded legit as in like, is this a fucking real estate? Is this guy really trying to pitch me fucking real estate on the phone on a fucking. Right. Like on a random that call. pissed me off too. And he had my name. They all have my name now, by the way. It's right. somewhere on yeah. a list with my fucking phone number. But. Which is no, they have my name and uh, my wrong address. Oh, awesome! They think I live at my sister's old house for some <laughs> reason. Not even her current house. They think I live at my sister's old house, and they're always like, "Okay, you know, hey, uh, you know, we're doing, uh, we have a sale on kitchen renovations." You know, I'm like, I don't oh, even dude. own a house. I get so much stupid shit like that too. The I get a ton of solar spam. Yeah, I get that one too. Which is bullshit because I'm on the fucking do not call registry and they need to fucking here's here's who I would here's how I would vote for a Democrat. Uh, Stop the homeless bullshit in my area. Stop fucking robocalls and fucking uh, yeah, like criminalize that. Like I'm not above shooting those people. The the do not call list doesn't matter anymore because the people doing this shit don't give a shit that you're on the do not call list. Yeah, they're well, they're. Obviously, out of the country. Most of the time, they're in foreign countries. Yeah. They don't. And what they're making a fa- they're making a fake caller ID. Right. And they're calling, reporting fake numbers. Right. But there has to be a way to stop that. It has to. There has to be a way for the phone companies, and they'd have to spend some money on infrastructure, or the government would have to spend some money on infrastructure that would show that they could fucking like a call coming in with a fake ID, like when it comes through. A, com- a computer program should know that's a fucking call and it should just be cut. Right. Like it should never no, go you. through. And and you can't tell me that's not doable. Uh, somebody, I decided this has obviously been a hot button issue. I swear one of the cell phone companies has started like where if you report a number to them, then they block it for, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things when you get one, you, you were, I can't remember if it was T-Mobile or something, but they've started where, they keep track of the block numbers that you send them and then they block them permanently from calling anybody else. Do you know what I do sometimes that's fun? Um, I'll go through my spam calls and I will call them back, all of them that I got that day. I'll just hit redial just to Do see. they answer? Okay, a lot of them say, do you know, because it's right. not a real number. It's not but a real number. I'd say about half of them have a thing and they'll be like, hello, or which is a call center. Or they'll also have a uh, or a recording that says, "Hey, if you reach a, it's, and it's someone who's seriously trying to use this shit as telemarketing," which is I just can't believe that telemarketing would actually work in this day and age, dude. I, I can't believe anyone answers their like. I guess I answer my phone just to fuck with them. Sometimes right. I answer the phone. I don't. Go I fuck don't yourself. usually unless. <laughs> Unless, like you said, there's some bizarre thing where I'm expecting some call from a number yeah. I wouldn't know. Normally, I'm sitting at work. Uh, Florida call pops up. Reject. You know, yeah. call. And it was funny. The other day, that happened. Okay, Florida call comes up. Reject. Five seconds later, Florida call calls. I reject it. Ten seconds later, so I'm like, fuck, I'm answering this. I pick, And it was our 
I I had put the DoorDash order in that day at work or the Uber Eats order or whatever the fuck oh, it was. And the, Florida the driver was calling, but none of the you know nobody has a, a local number anymore. So oh oh my god, dude, I have uh, a very good truck driver story that happens, and this is I didn't know this because I've obviously not spent a lot of time with truck drivers in in my life until now. You should be terrified of the fucking people who are driving trucks. Big fucking semis out there. You should fucking be afraid, all of you. Terrified, afraid. Because there are people driving big fucking trucks out there that fucking have no business driving any car. And this is the best one that's happened and it happened to me yesterday. So, uh, since our property is long and narrow, no trucks can pull head in. You have to back in to our property and then back all the way in to where the loading docks are and then pull head out because there's no okay. place for a, for a semi to turn around. So I always catch somebody coming in head first and I always got to go ahead up, go out there, stop them, say, you got to turn around, you got to back in, blah, blah, blah. All right, so yesterday, first thing, truck pulls head in. I stop. Hey, you got to go out. You can't. You have to back in here. Oh, okay. And it's this young dude. And he's like, like in his 20s. Okay. And I'm going to be racist here. Jack, he was Asian. Okay. And so he goes, okay, okay, cool. All right. And it's weird too, but I would say 90% of the truck drivers I talk to speak very little or no English. They're, most of them are Spanish speaking. Uh, and this dude was young Asian dude with perfect English. Okay. So he goes, oh, okay, cool. And then he comes in, he goes, where am I going? And I point, and I go, you're going to this loading dock right here. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think I can fit it in there. And I look at him and I'm like, is this, is this your job? Like, is this what you do <laughs> right. every day? And he goes, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, 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 I, I can do it. And now I'm nervous. Right. And I got company cars <laughs> sitting there that he has to go past. Dude, he starts backing in. And he takes, I've seen dudes, sometimes they come in with what's called a 53-foot truck, which is an extra long fucking truck. It's typically okay. a long, long container. And I've seen those have problems maneuvering, but they do it. He was in a regular container. It wasn't extra long. In fact, it was a short container, shorter than normal. Couldn't get okay. it, couldn't get it, couldn't get it. Take and try, take and try, take and try. And the dudes are sitting there with the door open, like waiting, 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 waiting. And then, all of a sudden, he finally gets to the dock but he's not straight. He's at an angle. So the corner, he hits the dock so fucking hard. Like, slam! Like the building shakes. This dude hit the dock so hard. And then the door flies open, and he fucking sprints out of the truck. And I just let a, a pedestrian through the gate, and he sprints out of the fucking truck and runs out the gate into the street. And I'm Where like, is he going? And I'm like, what in the fuck just happened? And I'm like, did that dude just freak Granted, I got LAPD squad cars on property, and I've seen people see those and freak out. And so I'm thinking, all right, he fucking hit the building and freaked out and just fucking ran away. That's the only thing I can think. Like, what the fuck? So I walk out to the street, and I have to call. And granted, do that, I have to call someone to cover my desk because my desk can't be left because so much shit's going through my desk. So right. I call relief. I walk out there. He's getting food delivered. He's, he's out there because his food delivery is there, and he left his fucking semi running after he hit a building and is out in the street getting food. 
And I'm like, how did he even know where? I mean, like, when did he have the time to order stuff delivered? No fucking clue, dude. No clue. So I've, I look at him and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And he goes, oh, I had to get some food. And I'm like, your truck is blocking my fucking my route here, and you, you fucking aren't straight yet. Like, park that truck and get this thing loaded. And I had another truck already waiting for that dock. And there right. was another truck now sitting out in the street waiting. And I had to go out to him and be like, hey, as soon as this dude pulls out, you, you can pull in. And he's like, oh, okay, all right, sorry. And then I start to realize, this dude has fucking Down syndrome, dude. He's fucking, he's like autistic, this guy. I, and I'm not, I'm not being like fucking funny. He's, oh, really? I think he's fucking Down syndrome. He's really, really fucking dull. And, and so I'm like, dude, and he gets in the truck. He hits the building three more times before he gets the truck straight into the fucking loading dock. And he finally gets it straight. And then he, so they're loading his truck. He comes inside. And he goes, hey, I have to use the bathroom. Can I use the bathroom? And I'm like, yeah, it's down the hall, like, to the right. And, and I'm like, they're already loading your truck, so, you know, go and come back. Right. He's gone for, like, it's the truck's being fully loaded. The dudes have shut the back, sealed the back, and he's nowhere to be found. So now I have to fucking leave my desk, which I can't do, but I have to. Because I have that other truck sitting out there, and I got dudes waiting. I got a bunch of shit going on. And I go, and this dude's just standing in our bathroom in front of the mirror. Just standing there. And, dude, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You're holding up my whole fucking operation out here. Get the fuck in your truck and get out of here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh. And he looks at me, and he's got the mouth open, like, fuck, uh, fucking what? look. And he goes, Huh? And I'm like, dude, you're blocking my dock. Your truck's been fucking loaded. The dead, the, it's shut and sealed. What, what the fuck are you doing in here? You've been in here forever. And he goes, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. Oh, God. And he fucking goes out the door. And he gets in the truck and he drives off. And he, he, he at some point has to back up to get out the gate going head first. <laughs> and I'm like. That dude is the worst driver I've ever seen in my life. And he was fucking, he was, he had to be, he had to be on the spectrum. He was, he had to be autistic to some degree or Asperger's or something along that lines. Cause it was a extreme awkwardness to him. That wasn't right. like when we were talking, when I talked to him and, and like, he, he just didn't fucking understand. And he spoke perfect English. It wasn't like it was a language barrier that he didn't get right. what I was saying. His English was perfect. Weird. It was How did he really... get that job? Dude, I have no fucking clue. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen a truck like... I've had dudes come in there before, and they take 10 tries getting in the dock, and they can't get through the gate. And, they, and like I've had issues like that where dudes are bad drivers, but this is right. the absolute worst I've, I've seen yet so far. I'm sure somebody will beat it. Yeah, but, that's crazy. Yeah, I had a dude when the gate opened one time, he saw the fucking police car and he fucking ran, he ran away. The guy buzzed the gate and I look and I'm like, what's this guy? A lot of times they'll leave their truck in the street and buzz the gate. So I'll just okay. open the gate so they can come to my office and then I'll say, hey, what's up? Or what do you got? And so this guy walks two feet in, sees the police car, turns around, fucking sprints off down the street. 
And never came back? Never came back. I have no idea what that guy wanted. But whatever it was, it was fucking shady. It's weird, man. That is weird. But uh, yeah, a lot of bad truck drivers, and they will kill you. So look out for really, really bad, bad truck drivers. We have uh, a lot of trucks come through our industrial park, but we have a, a lot of room. The funny thing is we have an office and then a warehouse, and the warehouse is like on the other end of the industrial park. So a lot of times the dudes will pull up to office will be like, I got two tons of stuff on pallets. <laughs> you know, they're like, how am I going to get through this door? We're like, no, 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 go to the warehouse. Oh God. Cause we have like a forklift and shit in the warehouse, but you know, you can tell like, wait, did these guys fuck up and order a ton of stuff that they can't get? You know? <laughs> and then, and they get lost. There's a lot of lost. I had a guy lost today. A guy fucking just literally, the dispatcher called me and said, hey, I have a guy that can't find your building for a fucking hour. Will you please walk outside and fucking find my truck? <laughs> so I had to call relief, had to go outside. Sure enough, he was sitting in front of our building. And he, and I'm like, hey, dude, are you delivering the da-da-da? And he's like, yeah. And I go, we're right here. And then he goes, oh, there's your address. <laughs> It's fucking crazy, dude. I'm like, this guy's APS, you know, oh. like, and Google Maps, when you pull up, it shows you a picture of where you're yeah. going. I, I don't know. If you got a cell phone, there's no excuse. A cell phone with a signal. No. Now, if you're in the hills, that's one thing. But if you, you have a cell right. phone with a signal, there's no excuse for any of this shit. No. Yeah. It was fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. We're out of time. We're late. Um, All right, let's wrap it up. Let's tell, uh, here's a thing for the people. If anyone could ever remember any of, I know a million times I said, someday I'll tell this story. If anyone could ever think of something, I will tell the stories now. I just can't remember uh, what any of them were. Like, I totally forgot that I didn't talk about the dead person. So, uh, interesting. Yep. Did I tell the story about, no, I know I didn't. Here's, here's two. One day... The first celebrity I ever encountered at rehab, ever, was a person who fucking hates our guts. Oh, no. Yes. Did they recognize you? No, thank God. Oh, that's awesome. I walked in. They were sitting on the couch, and I went, oh, this oh, is shit. fucking not happening. And then and then, right. and I'm like, the fucking, they hate us. Like, fucking hate us. It's one of the people that Jamie just fucking bombed on. And they hate right. us, and you know guilt by association, how that goes. But uh, the, I got right. lucky on that one. They weren't checking in. They were visiting. Oh, that, okay. So that's how it didn't get – because believe me, they would have found out. Somebody – Right. Something would have happened, and they would have found out. But uh, I had that one, and then there was a really good friend of our show, and this was awkward. A really good friend of our show. And they recognized you. And they recognized me, and – couldn't remember where they recognized me from. Also, also helps that I'm like, hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> like, right, yeah, you have a real name. Yes. And they walked in, and they were like, and they were staring at me, and I was like, oh, fuck. This is going to be bad. But uh, not as bad as when coworkers would come in. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, so anyway, I will tell those stories. But, uh, All right. Everybody enjoy your week. Well, I'll put this up at some point. I'm in kid birthday week this weekend. Oh, next nice. Week. What are you guys doing? We're going with a bunch of our friends to Knott's. 
on Saturday. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, we'll be there Saturday, and then uh, after that, uh, I don't know what we're doing for actual birthday, which is next week. Okay. We will see. I'll get this up hopefully sooner than next week. (laughs) Right. All right. So till then, peace out. Jack off. Goodbye.